0: Welcome to Season 1 of The Chris Hanna Show, where we're going all in on how to improve your performance, your productivity, and your impact. Today's podcast is brought to you by my website, chrishanna.ca. There you're going to find blogs, ebooks, and coaching solutions on how to assist you with achieving your goals. You'll also find a description of some of my recent speaking topics that are currently offered. For all that and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. Throughout my career, I have learned... A ton of different lessons. And one of the most important ones I think that I've really started to realize has been vital to the success that I've had has been the ability to trust my gut. As a leader, as an individual contributor, you're always going to be faced with making decisions. And sometimes those decisions are easy and sometimes they are hard. But ultimately, you do know what you need to do. There's that little feeling inside you when something doesn't feel right, you need to listen to it. and You need to harness that because once you do, things become easier. But I think far too often people overthink and they overanalyze situations, trying to come up with the right decision. I've seen some people who are just you know suffering from that analysis paralysis, afraid to make a decision or dragging things out longer than they need to, talking things through when it doesn't really need to be talked through. Just debating the pros and cons of everything. And I'll tell you, it's frustrating to see that. I'm someone who likes to make quick decisions and make a decision, move on. Let's get to the next one. Let's find something that provides value. But I know so many people throughout my career who just struggle. They think the decision needs to be made by a committee. Or it's a collective decision that everybody needs to weigh in on. And then let's take it away and let's debate it. And let's have a meeting about it. And that is just a tremendous amount of waste and a incredible amount of frustration for someone like me and for others. Ultimately, you just need to move forward. Now, maybe I am overthinking it or maybe even oversimplifying it. And that I think that you make a decision. If it works, great. If it doesn't, move on, make another one. Like You need to pick your battles, obviously, and to choose which hill you need to die on. But sometimes you just need to pick a path. You know, as leaders, I think your team is really looking for you to make decisions that are, are quick and accurate. The best decision maker, I think, is really your intuition, and, and yeah, that's your gut. And if it's if your gut decision is not a good one and you have a consistent pattern of making terrible decisions that when you're trusting your gut, maybe you have just terrible instincts. The good news is I think that it is possible to develop a good gut that you can trust. It takes time, it takes experience. It takes learning from any failures, but it is possible. You know, there's a couple examples that I can think of throughout my career where it's important to remember that you do need to trust your gut. And I think one of the first ones actually comes down to when you're hiring somebody. I've had the opportunity to lead and to hire hundreds of different employees at various levels of experience throughout my career. The decision to hire and ultimately, I guess, the decision really to fire someone is challenging. It can be a tough decision for anybody. But whenever I have gone against my gut instinct and had that little feeling that something seems wrong with a candidate, but I still go through and hire them, I've always come to regret it. There are times where I've interviewed somebody and they might say all the right things, but you still get that uneasy feeling inside that I don't know if I trust them or I don't know if really they are the fit. Or am I compromising on this person because they have a unique skill set? When you start to have those feelings and have those doubts, you really want to lean into them and really listen. Maybe getting a second opinion or another set of eyes or somebody else talking to them just to clarify whether that's the right person you want to hire or not. There are times where I've hired people and I've had that feeling and I'm like, I don't know if this is the right person. I think I might regret this. And I've gone through and I've signed the offer and brought them on. And then soon enough, what happens? I find out that the employee is difficult. They're challenging. They're not the person that we thought they were going to be. I like have had some people, they're just incredibly high maintenance. They're challenging to work with. They're entitled. I've often said that some people are just really good at interviewing and nothing else. There are those people who can just sell you on why you should hire them. And once you hired them, You have that moment where you regret it. You're like, that's not the person that I hired. Or how did I get this wrong? Well, you got this wrong because you actually compromised. Or you went against that little voice in the back of your head. Hiring is ultimately quite expensive. As is exiting an employee who doesn't fit with your team or your organizational culture too. When that little voice in your head or your gut is telling you that something doesn't seem right, listen to it. That feeling is your gut telling you, asking you and almost begging you to trust it. Like I said, you want to ask others maybe and and consult with them before making a decision. But don't be afraid to get a second or a third opinion. But if you find that you know or you feel someone is not a fit, they're probably not a fit. Another leadership example here is that sometimes you can also promote the wrong team member. I think sometimes people are just kind of miscast or they're put into the wrong roles. It's very common in many organizations to see an example, somebody who is really good at sales, but then they're promoted to leading a team, but then for whatever reason, they struggle when they're leading that same group. Well, they were strong performer selling. They must be strong as a leader. That's what a lot of people think. Sometimes people aren't ready to be promoted, but sometimes people just shouldn't be promoted into leadership positions. They're just not there. They're not the type of personality for it. I face this many times throughout my career where I've looked to promote people and sometimes it's due to a lack of options that you've picked somebody and you promote them and you think, "Oh, I sure I'm sure they can win it at it or I'm sure that they can do well" and they struggle or it eats them up inside where then after a while they decide they no longer want to be a leader or they want out or they want to be in a different position. A lot of people think that they want to get to the next level of the ladder, they want to climb the rung but when they get there, they decide that's not really what they want. But there's times where I've promoted people and I've just realized oh, I know I shouldn't be hiring them or I shouldn't be promoting them. But because of a lack of options and the conditions that I've set for myself, I'm now setting myself and them up for failure. In my mind, I still have all these flashbacks of previous promotions gone wrong and how I've pressed forward, put people in positions where I probably shouldn't have. I t- shouldn't have taken a chance. Uh, That I'm not confident in. Every time I've compromised. It doesn't work out long term. I also think that. As a leader. If you are. Making a poor promotion decision. That can lead to others questioning. Your overall judgment. And also. When you do promote the wrong person. You actually get more work put on your plate. Because you're constantly trying to. Fight fires or clean up a situation. That you created. That lesson can be difficult, but it is hard lesson that you need to learn in that you have to trust your gut. And if you fail to do so, you're going to feel the effects. So there's one idea that I'll share with you that I think has has worked quite well. And it's it's an unorthodox idea in terms of really trying to make decisions and trust your gut. But a few years ago, my wife gave me a magic eight ball as one of my Christmas gifts. And so I started to realize that if I start to think about some of the decisions that I need to make and I use the magic eight ball as a way to level set whether it's the right decision or not. So, for example, I'll ask myself a question and I'll shake the magic eight ball up and see what the response will be. And maybe it says something like definitely or better not tell you yet. But I use whatever that answer is as a test. And I level set that against my gut. If I question whether I should do something and that magic eight ball gives me an answer I don't feel comfortable with or I feel the opposite of, I know the answer. I know the path I should choose. Now, if something comes back and I ask a question and it it comes back and it's a definitive yes and I feel unsure, I know that I am not confident or I'm not bold enough to act. I've actually had myself and members of my team and peers come and want to consult and use the Magic 8-Ball for critical decisions on which they were going to make decisions on and on specific situations. And every time it's used, we always find that it's a great way to come away clear-headed and we're able to reconcile our thought processes. And before I get to my final thought, I just want to make sure that you know you realize that it's important to recognize when your gut is telling you that something needs to change or something doesn't feel right. So my final thought on this is that you need to trust your gut. That feeling that's in the pit of your stomach when something doesn't feel right. It's really part of our evolutionary makeup. If you don't trust your gut yet, maybe because of bad decisions made, that's okay. Both time and experience are great teachers. If you remember to learn from any mistakes made. Ultimately, You need to try new things, see what works, what doesn't work. That will give you the experience and the know-how to decide how to handle similar situations the next time something pops up. Trust your gut as often as you can, and that will make all the difference. You've been listening to The Chris Hanna Show. To have me speak at your next event, or for additional solutions to help you achieve more than you thought possible, visit chrishanna.ca today. For other solutions and resources designed to help companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing, be sure to check out evolvingmanagement.com. Lastly, please remember to subscribe and share to receive the latest episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. We look forward to connecting with you again soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.